All right, hey, here everybody. we are. <laughs> Welcome to OCC's edition of The View. My name is Joy Bear. <laughs> nice. With me, I have Megan McCain. Or Megan McCain would probably Whoopi. be the closest. Uh, <laughs> Whoopi. Well, nice. this is uh, a first for us. The first time we've live streamed like this. We're stepping up the quality every single week. Uh, my name is Jonathan Tony. I'm an anchor here at OCC. This is Derek Harmon. Yep. You might have heard of him. He's the lead pastor. And uh, it feels kind of cool because this is the first time the church has met at 10 o'clock in years. Yeah. All in one service again. Yeah. And it looks like we've got at the, we're, we're, are, we're growing right here on the live stream as yeah. we're watching it. Yeah. So share this out to your friends if you're watching on your computer. Just share the link. We'll be up here for a little bit. Um, and this is also a, a big deal because you know what happened this week? What happened this week? Tom Brady is becoming a Floridian. Yeah, I know. I mean, the world is coming to an end, right? <laughs> yeah. He's going to be a Buccaneer. Yeah. Oh, Patriots fans. Tommy, Tommy's going south. <laughs> yeah. So we, we'd like to welcome Tom into our, our Florida. He could have picked a better team, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, also want to say that if you're watching on YouTube right now, there's a chat feature, and it looks like we got some people from the church on there. Yeah, people are already. So J.B. Bryan, Jason McClung, Valerie yeah. Cooper. Uh, so feel free Love to comment. Nothing snide against your hosts, but feel free to uh, engage with one another on there as well. If you're naughty, I'll boot you. <laughs> I just want to let you know right away. We've got moderators. Actually, can we can we get a shout of the crew behind us yeah, right just, now? Yeah, just, just yell out. Gerald, say hello, Gerald. Hey, guys. Got Gerald, Seth McNew, Mary Beth, Beth. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. That's our studio audience. Yeah. Six feet apart. And then we're also uh, going to be engaging on Instagram this week, so if you want to tag how you're doing... Church at home, you can just tag Ocean City Church at Ocean City Church, and then with the hashtag OCC at home, we want to see what you guys are doing, how you're uh, not losing it, how you're keeping it together, and how you're uh, as a family like growing closer to God. Yeah, that's awesome. And then uh, we had a few trivia questions we want to start. Yeah, you know, I figured, you know, we just have come off the Come and Listen series. Uh, that's what we were doing right before uh, we had a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, getting into the Old Testament, some of the things that we're doing, I wanted to ask some trivia questions. Yeah. And you've got some trivia questions I as do. well. I do, I do. Mine are more of the Bible variety. Um, so you can answer these and we'll, we'll talk about, because it takes a little while for us to get these, but... What books in the Bible, and you guys are going to cheat and use the internet, we know. <laughs> what books in the Bible begin with the letter Z? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, there's, of course, Zedekiah and <laughs> Zeropolis. Do you know? Do I know? Yes. <laughs> I do know. I want to see if anybody answers All right, we're gonna see. There's a little oh, no, delay. Wait. I'm not even going to answer. There's a delay. Yeah. Do you, and you have trivia questions as well, I do right? have trivia. I have trivia questions for those. Uh, I want to see who would get more right, and they'll tell us the state of our spiritual state for our church, if they know more Bible questions or if they know more pop culture questions. And everyone should be convicted this morning. They should. <laughs> and if you guys thought this was going to be serious, like because the set's different, you yeah. know, other than my living room, sorry. <laughs> I'd also like to give a shout out to my high school, Vanguard High School TV Productions class. I thought you were going to say your high school girlfriend. I was getting very nervous. <laughs> we don't talk anymore. It was ended poorly. Um... <laughs> Yeah, this feels right at home for me. Um, also, was thinking about what's this week been like for you, like in, in out in public, as we wait for the first answers here. Oh yeah, I, I you know I was thinking you know that you know we exist to invite anyone and everyone into the unending ocean of grace, but apparently Jack's Beach does not have the same <laughs> motto because the ocean of grace is now closed. Yeah, um, I, I think that's weird. You know, being be at totally the beach, weird. it's yeah. so funny. Everybody's on a bike as close as they can get to the beach without being on the beach. Yeah, you know? it's like when you're on a diet, you're like, just let me smell the candy bar. I don't even have to eat it. I just want to want a taste of it. Yeah, just the feel of it. 
it's weird like walking on the sidewalk in my neighborhood everyone looks at each other like they're like they're the terminator basically like up and down everybody don't you're not gonna come over here and breathe on me are you yeah it's it's kind of awkward but the funniest thing is i saw a husband and wife walking the husband had a mask and the wife didn't and i was just like how did that conversation go down (laughs) it's like we got one of these yeah i can't go (laughs) yeah i don't know so it's kind of weird all right did we get any answers on we got Zephaniah and Zechariah. Yep. Zechariah. That is it. Seth is right? Johnson using his iPhone like he does. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, I got a pop culture question here. Okay. What in the in the most recent season of The Bachelor? What is the Bachelor? You're going profession? there. Yeah. Is that where you're going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is his profession? <laughs> Watch it light up now. Oh yeah. No one knows the Z's. No one. Knows, yeah. It took very. You know. It took a while. Do you watch The Bachelor? I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, I've seen it. I, I'm not going to go that far. I've I mean, seen it's, episode- like, it's all my wife's watching. I've it seen I- episodes of The Bachelor. I, I have to. I'll confess. Yes, I yeah. have seen. I've seen, and I actually do know the answer to that question. Um, <laughs> I didn't know this. But so look it up. Yeah. Mm. Pop culture. All right. What do we got? Um, there's a second delay. All right. Uh, why don't you ask the next Bible question while we? Okay. Yeah. Wait for this oh, we show. got some good ones. Um, no, not that one. Um. Okay, where did Mary, Joseph, and Jesus stay until King Herod died? Ooh, that's a good one. So Jesus was born, and then they had to take off because persecution. We got uh, Jacob Board said Pilate, obvi. <laughs> yeah, and that is right. Good job, Jacob. Yep. All right, next question. Where did Mary, Some Joseph... Some no ideas, liars. Good morning, everyone. Abby Fletcher, no idea. Greatest, look, Amy Brenner, she who knows. is a pilot. I love it. <laughs> Greatest profession ever. John Balcarp, pilot. It's lighting up now. Yeah. Okay. Well, Well, we should be convicted. What was his name? Anybody? Um, Studio audience? What's the name of The Bachelor? Reginald Covington III. (laughs) It's going to come up just a second. (laughs) All right. We got Heather Curry said Egypt, and that is correct. That is correct. Some of you were too slow. Look, it's lighting up. I think we got a a balance, you know, in the, yep, Aaron Walsh. All right. won that. Abby Fletcher. Here's here's a good uh, pop culture question. This one I came up with this morning. It's hard for me to write and because of uh, which of these boys has not been in a relationship with Taylor Swift? Harry Styles, Joe Jonas, Drake, or Tom Hiddleston? And this was hard for me to write because I'm like, oh, this who one can I, I throw in? Know. She's been in with all. I was like, maybe this guy. Oh, no, he's in there too. He's on the list. So was it Harry Styles, Joe Jonas, Drake, or Tom Hiddleston? That one I do not know. Yeah. What's your guess? I mean, if I had to guess, I would say Harry Styles. But it's a good guess. It's wrong, but it's a good guess. Okay. All right. Pete is the name of the guy. <laughs> Thanks. We, we we now know Peter. Yeah. Pete. Was Saint the... Pete. <laughs> Dominique. All right. Um, yeah. So, what's it been like for you? While we wait for these answers, what's it yeah. been like for you at your house? Um, at my house, uh, you know, maybe I'm going to get some flack for this, but I have, you know, my, my wife has sisters that live here in town. So we've kind of got our own kind of rules, you know, like our kids are allowed to hang out with their, their cousins. That's kind of their, their deal. It's hard Mm -hmm. to control my 19 year old. We finally have reined him in. Um, he definitely was part of the problem at the the Jacksonville (laughs) beaches. Um, but we're, we're kind of hanging out together at each individual house, you know, doing puzzles and, you know, practicing social distancing, but also we figure if we all get it and we don't go anywhere, then it's just going to run its course in our family. So uh, we're trying to, trying to, you know, obey the 
with, you know, the, 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 the laws and the things that are going on. And the, well, you know. That sounds good. If this church thing fails, you could start a nice cult. Yeah, oh, yeah. It feels like very much like that with, the, you know, 10, <laughs> ki- 10 kids around I'm a puzzle. I'm going to get asked to do this again. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been fun. I've been wanting to, a few times, just scream into a pillow. And I found that, that that's quite effective when, yeah. the, uh, when the baby's not stopping crying. There's, there's nowhere to go. It reminds me, though, of my first year in Jacksonville. My wife and I moved here. And we had just gotten married. We didn't know anybody. And so we call, called it the spaceship. Because like, if we got in an argument, it'd be like, well, I'm going to go see my friends. It's like, you don't know anybody else here. <laughs> so just sit here and take it. We're stuck in the spaceship together. Um, all right, we got a lot of answers for Drake. And that is the right answer. That is everybody except overwhelming for Anne McFerrin got one. that one right. Yeah. 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 Anne's not Some, some Jonas's. Yep. Well, Drake. we could do this for five hours, but yeah, we, but want, we're, we're we not. want to keep things moving. Um, so obviously this is a time that we've never been through, not just as a church, but as a country, as a world, not in the last hundred years or so right. that we can know. So we're figuring this out as we go. Um, and with that said, I, I think we need to give Derek a lot of grace and encouragement and understanding. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, I'd put my hand on your shoulder, but can't touch. Yeah. Um, but with that in mind, I want to go in like what's what's the vision for OCC moving forward if this thing doesn't clear up in the near future right. where are we at I know it's a week by week thing but yeah. just lay out a little bit of where we're going as a church yeah I think first it's a, it is a week by week thing like uh, the way that we're looking at it but we're also as a church and as a staff we're looking long term um, one of the exciting things I think Gerald and I were talking about this this week is being able to get creative. Like we're doing some things. We, we've learned a lot. Uh, <laughs> Gerald would say, uh, in terms of a live stream, you know what it what it looks like, how the how the camera, you know how how we're getting everything there, what it looks like to do all of this stuff and get creative. But also the reach, like we noticed last week, um, and heard feedback from people, like the, the different people that don't go to our church, aren't part of our church, that don't go to church, were engaging in the live stream, uh, and that was you know, kind of set up, rigged up in my living room with, a, with an iPhone and us kind of, you know, kind of slumped over on a couch. Right. Um, so it's kind of an exciting time. I mean, I, I hate to say that, you know, because I know it's, it's a hard time and we love gathering together. We want to be together. One of the things I miss is corporate worship, like just being led in worship and the whole church. I mean, being in this building even and looking out and thinking that season, you know, where, you know that, that we've been in before, mm-hmm. before now where we're all together worshiping. Um, but for now, I, uh, the live stream is something that we're going to do. And what we've decided to do um, with the live stream is not do a typical preaching sermon, you know, where we're, we, we know that you can go and get uh, preaching and worship. Um, some amazing churches we sent you to, Passion City Church uh, last week, are doing that incredibly well with worship, with lyrics, the whole nine yards. We thought, what do we need as a church? Well, we want to we be connected. We want to we know one another. We want to see one another. So having more people involved in the stream is kind of the idea. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to be doing each week is bringing um, people in. We've got a guest today, super excited about our guest that's coming up here today, um, hearing their story, how they came to OCC, what their, you know, um, kind of their, their trajectory with Jesus. And, and um, that's what you miss from a Sunday morning to city groups is being together with people, finding out how did mm-hmm. you get here, you know? Oh, I live in Jack's Beach. And then getting into some depth where, you know, what's your story with Jesus? You know, how, what's your testimony right. and, and how did you... Um, how did you come to know the Lord? Because those, those God stories are so powerful. In fact, we used to do those all the time. When the church was smaller and we could bring people up and testimonies, people would give testimonies every week. So we, we have an opportunity to get back to that 
and really hear people's stories. So we're going to go through some city group leaders, have some lead anchors and anchors here, people that we know um, have some pretty hard but incredible stories, some staff people. You'll probably hear from you know, probably every one of our staff members at some point um, during our live streams in the next few weeks. But that's kind of the idea with the, the live stream. And then as far as city groups, people have been asking that. We've, um, our city group leaders have been amazing in terms of creativity. Um, and so what we're looking at is some online options um, that, that we're going to be you know, pushing uh, to our city group leaders, meeting with them. Uh, a lot of us, I don't know if you've done it, you did a Zoom call with me. Yeah. Um, using Zoom uh, is one of the things that we've, we've used as a staff. Uh, you probably saw one of the posts. A lot of people have been using it. You might have uh, already missed the boat on buying Zoom stock. <laughs> it has skyrocketed. Yeah. Uh, but that's a great option. Just seeing everybody's face, getting together with the staff this week and seeing everyone's face. Mm-hmm. Um, was, it was good. It makes a huge difference. For city group yeah. leaders to get together and um, you know, even open up the scripture, read scripture to one another, talk about, hey, what's going on in your house? What's going on with your family? People are going through some financial crisis as well. Yeah. So that's the kind of the deal with city group. And for us, we kind of pivoted and changed. Instead of staying in the Come and Listen series, we're going to be uh, in the book of Acts. Um, and we've got this tagline. I don't know if Gerald's going to put up um, the screen. Beautiful graphic there that uh, Leslie put together. Um, but it started with one, and it spread to the world. And it's kind of one of those things that's in our mind, you know, when you think about mm-hmm. um, how things virally spread. But the gospel, uh, so long ago, started with one and the sacrifice of one and spread to the world. So we thought, man, let's dig into the book of Acts and talk about, you know, what those pieces are. Because I think we're in a unique time where the gospel is continuing to spread, despite yeah. what the enemy wants to do and pulling us out of, you know, public gatherings. Right. Um, being able to do this and being able to sit with you and... Um, some of the people that will be telling their story I think will be powerful and, and maybe have further reach than we ever anticipated. Excellent. I, I think this is such a cool time to just experiment and see what God's doing. And um, even just like getting the testimonies back yeah. and involved. I don't want to say that was the entire reason for why this plague is among us is your fault for removing the testimonies, <laughs> but they're back now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God works it together for our good. It was one of those things that, that it's it's funny. Some people are like I, I wanted to take uh, uh, you know some medication before people gave up, gave mm-hmm. testimonies because it made them nervous about what they were going to say. But it was also one of the most powerful yeah. expressions of like God's moving and working yeah. despite you know what what people think. Yeah. Um, we would have testimonies, and every week we'd hear these amazing stories. So to get back to some of that, I think yeah. is exciting. It's a great time for city groups and people just to you know Gerald and I and some other friends we had a Zoom call this, this week on Thursday night because we were just like, we're desperate for to talk to each other, just see what's going on. Right. And so I think when we're all united under the same thing that we're going through, it's an awesome way to just share the truth, share what, what you're vulnerable about, and encourage each other yeah. uh, with the hope that we have. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to take a quick transition. I grew up watching TBN, so this is the time you would ask somebody to sow a seed of faith. <laughs> we're not going to do that, uh, but we're going to take a quick little break. But yeah. if you would sow that $1,000 seed, uh, God would bless it. I don't know. I don't yep. know. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. We'll be, uh, seriously, we, I mean, I hate to be cliche, but we will be right yeah. back.
All right, we're back. And we're back. And we're back. I'm assuming we're sponsored by Squarespace, every podcast. And yes. Shows. Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you. For that sponsorship. Um, they, they better pay us. <laughs> we don't get a dime from them. Actually, we pay Squarespace to host our site. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Um, man, I, I couldn't be more excited uh, uh, to introduce Leslie. Uh, a lot of you, you guys uh, obviously know um, Leslie Cooley Walsh. I always say that because... Uh, when I first met you, you were Leslie Cooley, uh, and now you're married to the wonderful and famous Aaron Walsh, who, man, do you, don't you miss uh, being led in worship by Gerald and Aaron and, the, and our worship team? Um, but uh, Leslie uh, was one of the pioneers. I mean, I don't know that everybody knows this, but uh, when we were nine, ten people, we were coming out, and we're, even before we were visioning and, and planning uh, OCC when we were at River City Church, Leslie was one of the first people to say, I'm going. Like and moved out here with a friend of hers, um, April Giuliano, uh, was the one that you yep. moved out here with, and um, it, it just—I mean, the no doubt, like I, this is what I want to do. And I was kind of like, "You sure?" And she was like, "Yeah, this is what I want to do." And came on uh, our staff, volunteer staff, which is crazy for for years. For, for years. <laughs> uh, it was kind of everybody's status for a while. Yeah. I mean, I was still kind of on staff at River City Church, and we were um, planting the church, and everybody was kind of in volunteer capacity, but. Um, did amazing things. Started in the you know finance communication, kind of where you, um, you where you are now. But it's been a huge asset to our church. Uh, has an amazing uh, story. Has an amazing uh, family. Um, but we wanted to kind of dive into some just some some questions about you, your life, yeah. where people can get to know you in a different way than they do as a host on Sunday and as the one that's always on social media <laughs> yep. putting out all the good stuff. Yeah. Well, tell us, uh, I start off, give us a little snapshot of your life currently. What's, what's your daily life like? Okay, so yeah, I am a mom and a wife and an employee and a sister and a daughter. Um, I am married to Erin. Um, I actually think Gerald has a picture of our family, um, which I realize now when I shared the picture with Gerald that we need to get some updated family photos <laughs> because this is from Halloween. Um, so I thought it would be fun to maybe share a little bit about our quarantine personalities. Yeah. Are you oh, all that's into good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am the anxious one. Um, I'm sure that doesn't surprise you at all. Um, I'm the one that's going to the store to get the food because I do realize that food is probably our best bet for like joy other than Jesus right now. So I'm making yeah. sure we're like stocked with the good stuff. Um, I've also stopped looking at the news because that is making me more anxious. So I've realized not keeping up with the news is better. Yeah. So Aaron is the steady one. Again, I'm sure this does not surprise <laughs> you. So he's the one that's allowed to watch the news and keep up to it. And he gives me the updates needed yeah. that I need. Um, he's also trying to keep everything as normal as possible, um, which is sort of hard, but He's, you know, this is our routine. Let's stay here. Let's, you know, and just sanity and mm -hmm. keeping the sanity right. in the house. Um, we have two daughters. So there's lots of emotions all the time, but I've noticed that recently that has been heightened. Mm. No surprise also. Um, so Elle is super, super imaginative. So I really don't think that she's been affected by this quarantine at all. Um, because she is perfectly happy to play all day and loves our family. And I, I literally don't think that she's noticed that life has shifted at all. Right. Um, and Emmy is the wild card. I love she that She literally never stops moving. I wish I was joking, y'all. <laughs> I got one of those. Um, I think the only time she stops moving is when she's sleeping. Literally. She That's is it. constant and so fun. Yeah. 
That's what I'm supposed to say, right? Um, I'm curious how her personality will develop over time. But yeah, she's keeping us on our toes. There's zero boredom in our house right now for mm-hmm. quarantine personality. And then I have the best job in the world. Um, I work for Ocean City Church. I'm on staff and I do communications and operations and um, couldn't feel more blessed to be doing that. So parents who are working from home with toddlers, we got this. Yes. Right? We got this. We can do it have you watched for Jimmy however Fa- long it takes. I we can do this. Have you watched Jimmy Fallon from home? I, it's one of the funniest things to see his kids. I mean, I've thought about you. <laughs> crawling all the, I mean, yes, I work from crawling. home a lot anyway, so oh, I'm like, if you haven't seen we can his do this, stuff, peeps. We it, got this. It is encouraging to watch Jimmy Fallon try to do the Tonight Show from his house with his wife on an <laughs> iPhone. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's well, awesome. So that's life right now. So how does Aaron uh, kind of comfort give you the news and, and reformatting. He's like, today was a big frowny face. <laughs> Don't look at the stock market. Yeah. Mainly, I'm like, can you just make sure I'm not breaking any laws? Yeah. I mean, I just like, I need can the I updates. Can I go outside? Yes, can I, I need the, the updates. Like, can, yeah. I, can I go to the grocery store still? Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't need to know. So I don't. I don't really want to know. That's yeah, crazy. How, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know that there's probably two sides. It's good to know yeah. a little bit. Not good to know too much. I'm not sure yeah. wherever you guys are landing. Whatever's healthy for you, great. But yeah. Aaron just keeps the keeps the news to to a minimum for there me. There you go. If you yeah. have any questions about breaking laws, Aaron Walsh <laughs> is the guy you want to go to. Perfect. How fast is too fast? <laughs> well, okay. So now we know where you are here. But tell us about your story. How did you get to here? What's what's a little bit of the background for you? Yeah. So um, my story. I grew up um, with a twin sister. Um, so not a lot of people know that, which is crazy because for, is, for uh, so long, we were both a part of River City Church and everybody knew we were twins, obviously. Um, and now she's a part of River City Church. I'm a part of Ocean City Church. So a lot of people that I know here don't know that I have a twin. And so there's lots of times that, um, they have run into her in Jacksonville <laughs> and been surprised. So if you see someone like me that seems to be ignoring you, it's not me. It's kind Which of like is also kind Joe. of an excuse can be for an yeah. introvert. You're yeah. like, oh, that must have been my sister. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see you at Publix. Yeah. Um, so I grew up with a twin sister, parents who were amazing. Um, my mom and dad were loving, kind, um, feel very blessed to have had probably the ideal childhood. Um, I grew up uh, not going to church. Um, and except for probably Easter, Christmas, um, hearing about God, but not knowing him at all. Um, and I was thinking about just life this week and um, the way that God has prepared me in different seasons for things that I didn't know that were coming up. Um, I've been thinking about that recently, like, gosh, what has God been sowing into my heart recently that's prepared me for this season? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about my story and um, my mom and my sister and I started going to church pretty regularly in middle school. Um, and I actually have a horrible memory. I'm always shocked on Sundays when you tell stories about middle school and high school. And I really don't know how you remember all of those specific details about your life previously. Scarring. I, uh, scarring. I'm like, I just deep. don't remember those, like remember tons of details about certain seasons of my life. Yeah. Um, it was a rough time for me. But I, I got baptized in middle school, um, and our family started going to church, um, and I know now, looking back on it, that God was planting seeds to prepare us for a, something unexpected that happened. When I was a month from turning 13, my dad passed away, 
and obviously super devastating mm. as a teenager and super, super devastating for my mom losing um, her husband. Um, but I know that he had us under his wing of protection by having brought us into a season where we were um, in church and had community to come around us in mm. that time. Um, so when I think about that, it, it's beautiful um, yeah. that God did that for us. Um, in terms of when I really felt like I started to get a grasp of Jesus and God wanting to pursue a relationship with me um, was when I was in high school and got involved with an organization called Young Life, which I love that we had Abby McGill up here a couple weeks ago talking about Young Life and so many people gave and um, sewed into what Young Life is doing. Mm. I was a Young Life kid yeah. and the wow. Young Life was the first time that I felt really pursued by people outside of my family for no good apparent reason um, other than Jesus. And um, many of you guys know or have heard of Antley Fowler, who was um, the pastor that started River City Church, the church that planted Ocean City Church. Yeah. And he was my young life leader and his wife, Laura, was my Bible study leader in high school. And their family pursued my sister and I loved us, um, and really brought us in to be a part of their family and got a picture of what Jesus looks like through them for the first time in my life for anyone outside of my family really being pursued like that. Um, and through Young Life and their Bible studies, got to know who God was and um, Amazing. what Jesus was like for the very first time. And um, so I would say that was probably the season of my life where I was first um, first exposed and really understood the love of God um, what was and the cool, love of Jesus. I was just Jesus. thinking about this, that you, when you were saying that, like I remember watching, being at your wedding and seeing Antley uh, officiate your wedding and thinking about your dad passing away at, at age 12 um, and just that immediate place that Antley took and God took in that, in, that, mm -hmm. in that season of life. And I remember just not being able to, I was uh, so emotional mm -hmm. seeing him do your vows and go through the whole process, knowing that you had lost your dad and how um, faithful God is. I yeah. mean, I remember thinking, what a testimony of, of God's faithfulness, as hard as it can get in life. Um, but to see, it was almost immediate where God swooped in um, like a, just a wonderful, beautiful father. Yeah. Um, and placed Antley and Laura in your life, and um, and then seeing him do your wedding, which is powerful. I mean, I, I just was thinking, what a foundational yeah. season, you know, at 13 to 18, um, and then on, and beyond at River City. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was thinking about kind of the love of God. Like that was the first time that I really experienced and came to know the love of God. And then um, when I was in college, Antley. Um, got connected with a church in London called St. Mary's, and he and Laura moved to London to be trained under St. Mary's in order to plant River City Church. And so Sarah and I were always talking with them, um, very much trusted them and the way that God was leading them, but were very new to anything to do with the Holy Spirit. Um, and so when I graduated from college, moved back to Jacksonville, they had started River City Church and um, started going to River City. And that was the first time I'd ever had the opportunity to um, meet the Holy Spirit. And now looking back on that, it seems funny that 
there's so much of church existence and life that's absent of talk of the Holy Spirit. Um, but I was very weary at first and really probably the only reason that I, I listened at all was because it was Antley mm -hmm. and I trusted him and yeah. I knew that, um, he was faithfully following God. Um, and so, yeah, I was thinking about my story this week, kind of like, oh gosh, there's a season of my life where God really showed me who he is in his love. And then I have a season of my life where God really showed me who he is through the power of the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit and had an opportunity to learn with a lot of people who are new to learning about the Holy Spirit, inviting and welcoming the Holy Spirit, um, and got to experience the power of the Holy Spirit um, at River City Church. Um, similarly to what we do here on Sundays on our normal gatherings when we do prayer ministry, waiting mm -hmm. for the Holy Spirit, asking him to come and speak to us and reveal things to us. Um, and so that you, even that part of my story, thinking, gosh, that's like even more revelation of yeah. who God, who God is in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's great. So you were at RCC. How'd you make the transition to OCC? Yeah. When so um, I was at River City Church, and Derek came on as the um, pastor of students, mm -hmm. um, middle, high, and college students. Um, and I was a youth leader at River City Church. So gosh, if you were a student leader, man. You were on the front lines and doing incredible work. I feel like I aged out of that a long time ago. You were amazing um, at that. But mean, um, we had a unique crew too, and it was did. a sweet time. And I'm so thankful for that season of life. Um, so yeah, Derek came on with the intention to learn as much as he could and plant a church out here at the beach. And when it came that time, um, I guess the stars aligned and which is totally not my personality to just decide like, yeah, I'm just going to pick up everything mm -hmm. that I'm doing and go. Um, but I guess, yeah, it was kind of like my <laughs> disciple moment. Like God's telling you to do something. Or are you just going to drop everything that you know and is comfortable and do this new thing? And um, I'd come to know Beth and Derek through youth ministry, trusted, loved them. Um, and it was hard because I was leaving. I mean, I wasn't just leaving River City us. Church. It was like, because we lived um, an amazing church. We thought we were in the most unique place yeah. on earth and, and loved that church. I yeah. think it's the way you should leave a church yes. with loving it. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it was hard for all of us, I think. It was a hard, a hard decision. Um, and, and knowing that I was transitioning from under Antley's leadership, which, I mean, I had been, under, been under Antley's leadership since school. I was, I don't know, how old was I? How old are you in ninth grade? 15. Yeah. Someone comment. 15. 15. Since I was 15 to what? I don't know, 25? Yeah. 10 years um, of being under Antley's leadership and um, yeah, making that transition. So yeah, Derek and Beth moved out here, started a city group. Um, and I just said, I'm in. I'm going to do it. And yeah, we started with what? Probably five, 10 people mm -hmm. in a living room dreaming and um, figuring out how this was going to work. And um, have been here ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm also from River City Church, so anybody, anybody's watching from RCC, just make the jump. Um, <laughs> just kidding. No. There's just no going back. The beach will open again. Um, <laughs> um, so, well, th that's a great transition into the Acts study because you guys yeah. start off meeting in homes, small, little, yeah. little bit at a time here growing. So, Derek, take us into, you know, how does that apply to us uh, as we look at Acts? Well, you know, I, like I said before, diving into the book of Acts, just, I don't know, it was like, the, it was a Holy Spirit moment where thinking about where we were headed as a church, 
um, and diving into new territory. I mean, you think about the beginning, what we're going to be reading uh, in just a moment in Acts chapter 1 is this place of the unknown, and it mm-hmm. seems like it's, it's where we are. So I wanted yeah. to just start out and give just a little bit of background information. So we'll be in Acts chapter 1, so if you got your Bible or you got something, you know, an app that you want to read, you know, take notes, we're going to be kind of um, moving through this more in a discussion type. So we're in our own little three-person small group. You can get with your family um, and be in a discussion time. We're going to do, I'm going to read the, read the passage and then we'll kind of, we'll just have a discussion about some of the things that are similar, you know, some parallels that are in the passage and, and maybe learn a little bit. But Acts was written by, um, by, uh, by Luke, who also wrote Luke's gospel. Uh, what's interesting about that is it's, um, many theologians say that it's like the most, like, in terms of storyline, you, you go from John the Baptist all the way through uh, the life of the birth of the church, uh, which is very interesting. Like, in terms of comprehensive writers, um, other than the Apostle Paul, Luke would be it. Um, he uh, was a, he's known as a, a physician and a teacher um, and detailed in the way that he brings the story, but also a good uh, storyteller. This particular book, he's writing to a guy named Theophilus. You'll, you'll see at the very beginning, uh, the most excellent one, mm-hmm. uh, not the Bill and Ted type, but the, the <laughs> Roman, uh, you know, the, he was obviously a Roman uh, official and um, somebody that was a friend of his. Luke was also a Gentile, um, probably uh, a Roman citizen. So um, he, he was wanting to tell him about, this is, this is what happened with Jesus when he ascended. This is how yeah. um, the, the proof of the church um, and, the, and the way that it exploded from this one location, from this one person um, to, to the rest of the world. So that's kind of the, the who, what, why, and when. So he's, he's wanting his friend Theophilus to, he's kind of bringing him through a, a Bible study on the explosion awesome. of the church. Written probably, you know, in an, you know before, you know, right around 60 A.D., um, so a lot of it, very contemporary with some of the Apostle Paul's writings. Yeah. Um, so let's dive in. We'll read. Uh, we're gonna get fancy. Gerald's gonna put some stuff on the screen. Just, you know, when are we gonna have next week? Smoke we, machines up here. I know. <laughs> we need a little bit of fog. Yeah. Just kind of resonant as we read scripture. Um, let me pray real quick before we before we dive in because this is we want Jesus' name to be known as we're doing this. So God, we just uh, we come to you humbly. Um, and in, in moments of frustration, I think, uh, over the last few weeks and maybe month, um, not knowing what's happening, God, we, we do want to, with our heart and with our mouth, profess and proclaim that we trust you. Um, we realize right now uh, that we are not in control, uh, that we do not, have, no, no matter what we try to do uh, in terms of engineering uh, the steps of our life, um, those have been interrupted. Um, and it's a good reminder to us that we have to come back to you. So God, just lead us in our discussion. We want your Holy Spirit to just be so resonant um, in our conversation in each one of our homes, uh, in each one of our miniature gatherings uh, throughout the city uh, or wherever people are. So God, I just pray that you come in this time as we open up your word. Mm-hmm. So Acts chapter 1. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up after he had given the commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. Uh, He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, 
Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up. And a cloud took him out of their sight. While they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Wow. What a, be, you know, what a beginning, even thinking about um, where they've come from. So if you, you, Jesus has lived on planet Earth. I mean, one of the things that I was thinking about in, in looking at verse 3, that he, he presented himself alive, that Jesus presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs. I love that that word's in there because um, as you study the Bible and as you study Scripture, you get this um, kind of picture that the resurrection, there is so much um, proof. There's, there's more proof that Jesus walked on planet Earth than there is for, for Julius Caesar or, you know, um, that Napoleon... Um, you know, did the things that he did. So you've got, I, I, seeing that in there, knowing that he ate with them, that he walked around for 40 days, that he, you know, he had broiled fish with them, that he had a fireside chat with them, you know, when they all jump off the boat in the Gospel of John. Um, I just think it's such a, a, a powerful thought, you know, thinking about the life course, we talk about that, yeah. like the, 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 the proof of the resurrection um, that has reverberated up into this time and proving that Jesus existed. Um, but even digging into this, when you, when, when you read this, what are some of the things that you're thinking about that kind of jump out at you that make it relevant for now? Yeah. I'd say for me, the, probably the cluelessness the disciples felt of like, all right, here we go. There goes our leader. You know? Like, yeah. What's next? And, you know, we're going to get into this in the coming weeks. He just told them, go wait for the Holy Spirit. And they just wait with no instructions really no clear goal yeah um i feel like that's kind of what we're doing now is we're waiting like is this going to spread is are we staying like this forever so the feeling we feel now is a very real biblical feeling i think because the disciples all felt it just what next what's coming next yeah yeah i think the thing that seems most surprising to me i always love when i read scripture i'm actually reading through the old testament right now personally and it's so easy, and, and this is a good situation, too, where you read it, and you're like, seriously, come on. Like, you are, like, Jesus is with you. How are you still this clueless? Right. Um, and I think in the Old Testament, Jesus. you're like, oh, my gosh, you're, again, like the mm-hmm. Israelites, you're, mm-hmm. again, confused, again, leaving God. Um, and it's easy to not look at ourselves in that way, you know, yeah. but yeah. I think we're, we're right there with them. But for me, I read this, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, they just lived years with Jesus. He just died, resurrected, lived with them for 40 days. He tells them that they're going to receive the Holy Spirit. They ask a question that has nothing to do with what he just said. Just the confusion <laughs> right. that they yeah. have, their, yeah. their, their perspective and focus is completely different than what he's telling them. Um, but I love it because it's the whole, the reason that Jesus is sending the Holy Spirit is he knows that the Holy Spirit is better and needed. Right. Because we're obviously clueless and helpless oh, yeah. without him. You know, and I think the story is the yeah. perfect setup for that. I mean, we read that and we're like, yes, we don't understand what God is doing. We don't understand 
um, the reality and beauty of Jesus, and we cannot be powerful and effective in uh, bringing the hope of Jesus to others without the Holy Spirit, and he knows it. Yeah. And the disciples are, are proving it to us in their questioning in this passage. Absolutely. You know, when I, when I read this passage, you know, I, people ask me in the early days of, of, the, of the church, like, you know, we do prayer ministry at our church, um, which, you know, it's, if, you're, if you've never been to our church, it's, it's, it's not weird. We, we always say that, you know, it's <laughs> like we pray for one another, um, but we also believe in the ministry and the power of the Holy Spirit, which means we yeah. believe not in our own power and our own strength, but that God can change things, that he can heal, that he can restore the things that we see in the Bible uh, can happen yeah. today. And, and I had a few people comment early on when we were kind of growing in the early days and said you would grow a lot faster if you if you did prayer ministry different, like if you didn't do it in church because it, it weirds people out. Like, And I'm trying to plant a church, you know, uh, a Jesus-centered church, and I'm thinking this is how it happens. Yeah. Like uh, if we're going to have to put the Holy Spirit outside the building, like talking about the Holy Spirit or asking God to come or praying uh, for people to have power, and that's exactly what they did, then we're lost already. Absolutely. Like, I don't want to launch a church or a movement or anything. It will just be a, you know, people gathering together. Right. But with the, the Holy Spirit, so it would see, it's a ridiculous thing. Put yeah. the Holy Spirit on the outside and try to have church well, so that people don't get weirded out. No, let's ask for power because God can overcome anything right. was more the idea when we started. Yeah, it's like saying you could build a house faster if you didn't have a foundation or marble slab or a concrete yeah. slab or anything. Yeah. And that's what a lot of... I think honestly, this this time of crisis is probably revealing a lot of what we what have we built our lives on? Is it is there the foundation yeah. of God? Is it right? Is it houses built on sand and not solid rock? And I think that's actually something good about this time is it's God's exposing us. And we said before when we were praying, like God is pursuing us in a new way. Right. Um. You know, during this time, for absolutely. Yeah, I think it's interesting the 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 weight like you were talking about that we don't like to wait. And yeah. they and, and they have a myopic view. Um, and you see in here, you know, it's, they're, 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 Jesus says, don't depart. Um, something's coming. So when they had come together, they said, Lord, at this time, you know, will you restore the kingdom of Israel? And so they're thinking about, are you going to take the throne? You know, he, they're still thinking, okay, this whole God story is just an Israel thing, just a Hebrew thing. And are you going to take the throne? Yeah. Are you going to relieve us from Roman rule? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Jesus is always thinking, he's not myopic. He's thinking globally. He's yeah. thinking the whole world. He's thinking all of those things. And in that, Jesus knows, hey, you know, we're not going to, you know, I also love the, the, you know, Jesus says it's not, it's not for, you know, for you to know. For you to know. Yeah. When things are going to go down, it's not for you to know. Yeah. Um, I always think if somebody sends you a newsletter and tells you when Jesus is coming back, you can just send it right back to him and say, you don't know when Jesus is coming back, because yeah. I know in the word of God. Yeah. You know, all those freaky, you know, things that people say, I know the date and the time when Jesus is coming back. We've done all the Bibleology and we right. figured it all out. And now there's a pandemic, so he's got to be coming back. You know, is <laughs> right. the Mayan calendar lined up? I don't know. I <laughs> right. mean, people get weirded out, right. but you're not going to know. And there's kind of, a, there's a reason because it puts us at the mercy of one person. Yeah. And that's God and his timing um, and waiting for him. But we, we want to know, like even oh, in the situation yeah. we're in now, I just need to know when. Yeah. Like, is it going to be eight weeks that we're going to be live streaming? You yeah. know, is it going to be, right. you know, is this going to be 18 months? When people start throwing out, like, distant numbers, I don't know if anybody, yeah. like, yeah. some of our production staff, doesn't it freak you out? Like, even thinking yeah. 18 months, yeah. you know, or any of those things. We, we want to know, okay, I can handle this yeah. as long as I know. Like, tell me when. Yes. Tell me what it is, how long it's going to last, and 
I can. I'm we'll, good. We I can, can do plan. it. If I know how long it's going to last, plan. I can do it. But the unknown is hard. I love this because I so. I mean, I I see myself here. Jesus says, uh, John will John baptize you with water, um, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And then they ask, Will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? They're basically saying, like, when's it going to be better? Yeah. You know, like you just said, the Holy Spirit's coming. I'm going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. But but when are you going to make it better? And his response is, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses. And I was reading through the, that this week and thinking, his answer is not, when is it going to be better? His answer is, I'm going to deal with you first. Yeah. And then once you receive the hope, the grace, the power, the love, then it's going to spread. And I was just thinking about the Holy Spirit and how he works this week. And he works with us first. Yeah. He is coming to bring hope and joy and life and grace and peace to us. And mm. then it will spread and it will be natural. And he knows that we are helpless without him. And th there's no way that any of this will come out of us unless we're empowered by the Holy yeah. Spirit first. Yeah. yeah. I think it's such an important time for the church collectively all across the world is like we can it's such a divisive time politically and kind of like go along with like is this the time asking questions like we always we want to know whose fault it is every mm. there's a fault there's fault what a beautiful time for the church to not just be ignorant of all that stuff but to come together and we can only do that through the power of the holy spirit and that's the beauty of the church is we don't lose our identity of who we are but we come and we lay all that stuff down the stuff we take pride in yeah. the political parties we take pride and we lay it down we're like What's the mission here? The mission is we'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us and we'll be his witnesses. Yeah. So what an awesome opportunity, like never before, that the church can come together. But it's only through that power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I love that the, there's kind of a juxtaposition of that. I like what you said, like we're not going to, we want to be here, present. Yeah. We don't want to be like, you know, biding our time. Right. And there's, the, uh, there's almost a rebuke here. You know, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? Yeah. And there's almost this, mm. this idea, don't be myopic and think it's just about the, you know, your life, your world and what you're doing. But also, um, and, and so we should be, our heart and our mind should be towards heaven. But yeah. the angels are basically like, hey, you're going to be fine. You're going to be operating here on planet Earth with God, with the right. power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is going away, but the the Spirit of Jesus is coming to live inside of you. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the, that, that was always a weird thing. Like, who wouldn't be looking up? Right. Yeah. You know, there's a man flying up on a cloud. You know, that's, <laughs> right, you know right. I would have at that moment I put in some other commentary like, uh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to be looking up. <laughs> yeah. But they're making a point, you know, and saying, hey, you're going to, you're going to be, you are going to be okay. It won't be under your own power. Yeah. Um, you're going to be here on planet Earth. That's what Jesus said. Do not take them out of the world. Just protect them from the evil one in, in the Gospel of John. Yeah. Because we're supposed to be eyes open, you yeah. know, um, yeah. but also hope beyond hope with Jesus. Well, with, with that in mind, and uh, I think it's a great place to kind of transition into, as a church, small body church, OCC, what, what are our resources? How are we going to stay connected? Yeah. And how are we moving forward uh, in this, in this Perfect crazy time? person to have. Yeah. On, on our set right here. Yeah, yeah. so... Somebody knows um, all the stuff. Yeah, so I want to communicate with you guys a couple things. I want to um, talk to you about how to stay connected in this time, how we can be staying focused on Jesus in this time, and then also talk a little bit about what we're doing in our community, what we want to do with our church in terms of supporting people. Um, so first off, I want to talk a little bit about staying connected. And so um, I know that 
in some ways, this is on all of us. It's You can't just show up on a Sunday morning. Um, not that that's ever what we would encourage at Ocean City Church, but we have to take the initiative ourselves to stay connected and engaged, and that will look a little bit different for all of us, but we are working as hard as we can to provide opportunities to make that happen. Um, one being on Sundays, and I love looking at all these comments because I really am thinking... I'm thinking when we're leading into this on Sunday, I'm like, is anyone going to comment? Are we just going to be like crickets? Nobody's mm -hmm. talking. But I love that you guys, I mean, I see Laura Ali saying, hey, Gigi, hey, Anita. And you guys <laughs> responding. This is amazing. I love it. Um, so stay engaged on Sunday mornings. Comment, ask questions, write in. Mike Berry, did anyone else have to Google myopic? Come on. <laughs> Mike doesn't There's understand There's no way it. Mike Less Berry had to Mike, Google myopic. He only speaks in numbers, though. He's, yeah. a, so he's, he's a compassionate just, pastor, so he's, 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 he's <laughs> going... He's, he's with us. He's so like, I on. also didn't know what that I, was. Hey, meant. give me my one word, Mike. You got a lot. I use myopic. Give me my word. Um, so yeah, stay connected, engage, share on social media, share with your friends. We were just talking... Um, this morning about how we have confidence that people are going to come to know Jesus in this time that never would have come to church. And so much of that, I think it's going to happen by people sharing church streams on Facebook, on YouTube, and people, I mean, honestly, being stuck in their houses and clicking on it because boredom. what else are they going to yeah. do? I mean, I, like, I'm like, oh, God's yeah. going to use people's boredom to bring yeah. Jesus glory. And it's beautiful. So you guys, make it happen. Share, like, comment, ask questions. Same on social media, Instagram, blow it up, comment away. It's awesome. And city groups, like Derek said, that's another way that we're going to be staying connected. If your city group leader has not already contacted you, know that they will. And yep. we have plans and resources for city groups to continue meeting and encouraging one another during this time. Pick up the phone, schedule a Zoom meeting. It's actually kind of fun. We did our staff meeting yeah. on Zoom this week. Awesome. And I think we were all kind of like, why haven't we done this before? This is <laughs> yeah. kind of amazing. It's Learn super fun. Stuff. Um, so also talking about staying focused on Jesus during this time, we want to provide resources for you. So we're going to be going through Acts as a church together on Sunday mornings in different ways. Um, we have resources on the website as well. So if you go to the homepage, oceancitychurch.org, there's a button right on the homepage. You probably saw it this morning when you clicked on the live stream button. Right under that, there's a button on Acts. If you click on that button, it'll bring you to every week we'll be posting the scripture on the website. Mm -hmm. And we'll be posting a little devotional questions that you can go through with your family or your friends or your city group. Um, and we also have questions on there for the young, the young set. So if you're at home with small kids and they're watching or running around while this is going on, which is probably more likely, you guys can sit down and read Acts together after this. And um, our director of OCC Kids, Whitney, has done an amazing job putting together mm. questions just for kids. Mm -hmm. And um, I can also send out those uh, Taylor Swift trivia questions for yeah. you yes. today. Yeah. I know people That'd be want great. It's important. Um, and then also, if you're on the website and you click on the Acts, you'll see right next to that is a Spotify button. So each week we're going to have a set up so that you can worship at home. And I know that that might be something that you've, you're doing for the first time. Um, I know not everyone has a worship leader and a guitar at home. Um, but we're, <laughs> Gerald is doing an amazing job trying to curate those sets, like specifically for the week, what's going on in the scripture so that you can worship at home. So take a risk, turn it on, stand up, yeah. raise your hands, engage with God in that way. 
Um, so those two resources are on our website. And I also want to say, um, because we were talking about prayer ministry, that we want to be praying for one another in this time. And so we have on our website a place that you can go. It's oceancitychurch.org prayer. And you can fill out a prayer request and you can indicate right there on the website if you want a prayer minister to call you. So I was actually thinking about that this week. There are probably people that have never come forward for prayer mm -hmm. that thinking about a prayer minister calling them, they might be like, I can I'll do, do that. that. Yeah. yeah. So if that's you, and we want to say that no prayer request is too big or too small. So fill that out. It would be great if we were continuing even prayer ministry in this time as yeah, we talk absolutely. about Acts and the Holy Spirit. Um good to go you have any questions that I left out anything no that's great I, I mean I would just say whatever like needs in general like anything yes. that you you people want and and are, are in that zone of like I, I don't know how to deal with this as a family uh, we know that financial crisis is you know it just it is part of what it is I'm just gonna yeah. say it. it's like there's gonna be people that are gonna be in industries um, that are thriving uh, because of this what's happening and then there's gonna be people on the other you know extreme other side of that service service industry or certain industries where it's going to hit you financially. Um, so we want to know about, like, you know, as our church family, let us know. Uh, we've got uh, financial assistance applications online. Um, contact us. Hit, you know, definitely hit us up for, for prayer and having somebody pray with your family. But we also have some really gifted and talented people that can help with solutions. We want to know what those problems are because the church really does want to be the place where we say, hey, we believe that Jesus is a solution-oriented God. Mm -hmm. He can change everything. Um, and we want to be a city on a hill. Not that we're better than everybody else, but we have hope. Yeah. Um, and one of the ways we display that is meeting the needs of our own church um, and the people that surround our community. So let us know what's going on. Uh, we want, we've got people in our church I know that are excited, that are lit up with Jesus, that want uh, to serve you. So definitely let us know. Yeah, so going off of that, so many of you guys gave to Carver this week, which is amazing, and I just wanted to say thank you especially oh, awesome. for that. Um, the families at the Carver Center were blown away and so blessed by receiving food for their families and for their kids this week. We will be in touch about any other needs that we have that we know of coming up. Um, we know across the board, all of the different organizations that we support as a church, whether it's Carver Center and Mission House locally, um, as well as the, the organizations that we support globally, Buena Vista, Soccer Academies, and 6-8 Ministries, everybody's feeling the effects of Absolutely. this. Absolutely. And so um, it, it takes finances still, even if we're not meeting on Sunday, to do church here and to be the church. And like Derek said, we want to be available to meet needs here in our church, in our city, globally. And so to do that, we would encourage you guys to keep giving. If you are set up to give online already, that is amazing. And we are so, so grateful for that. If you are not set up to give online and would like to switch over your giving to online, if you're normally one of the people that bring a check every Sunday, um, which the, the people that do that is amazing to me that they can remember to do this. But I have an easier way for you. Mm -hmm. If you would go to our website, there's a give button right at the top, um, top right of the website. Click on that give button. And then it'll take you to our giving page and you can click give online and you can set up, you can give a one-time gift or set up recurring giving that way. Um, and then that way for the for foreseeable future, while we're not meeting together, um, you know that that's already set up and something that you don't want to, you don't have to worry about um, while we're in this kind of interesting gap period. Yeah. 
Awesome. All right, anything else to, to add? I think we're we're pretty good. Wrapping up yeah. for today. We love you guys. We Miss love you. you. Thank you so much. Post for... online. Will you please post your pictures on yes. social media so oh, we yeah. can see your faces? We want to see them on the story. Tag Ocean City Church at Ocean City Church with the hashtag OCC at home. Yep. AT yep. home. Yep. Cool. That would be that would be amazing. Thanks again. Thanks for, oh, for coming yeah. on. Of course. Um, yeah, don't feel the pressure. She's amazing. I know that some of you will come on as guests and um, but um, thank you so much for coming and sharing oh, yeah. your story. It's a vulnerable place to be. Well, I'm glad people know uh, um, a little bit more about you. Mm -hmm. And as always, stud host over here, Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan Tony. Tony. All right. Stay you tuned guys, for the Have an amazing guys. Sunday. Dive into those materials.